welcome to Picks with the Professor, the show where a real statistics professor gives you sports betting tips. I am your host, Professor Sides, and for the latest updates and information, you can find me on Twitter at Professor Sides. This Major League Baseball episode covers both games scheduled to be played on Sunday, October 23rd, 2022. We are still in the middle of the championship series. In case you're new here, check out the webpage on the banner. It's www.pickswitheprofessor.com slash new for a primer and explanation Otherwise, the goals for this episode are to share key information about these games, give you a few things to think on, and explain why certain plays are being made. I never recommend blindly tailing or fading any pick, rather to hear the justifications and thought processes to make sure you're fully on board with me or against me before investing your hard-earned money. As always, remember that there are no locks in gambling, so when I provide our loves, likes, and leans, that is A, B, and C grades, indicate my confidence level with respect to scaling wagers. However, please understand that good and bad variants will occur, so as much as I'd like to say will be profitable each and every day, that is an impossible reality for any gambler. Nailed the Astros-Yankees situation play of the day for baseball with the under seven in the Bronx. Things did not go our way in the nightcap in Philadelphia. To be fair, I did say it, I felt like it was going to be a wild game. Anything could happen. And, and it kind of in hindsight, maybe, or maybe just a little bit of, how I talked about the game, maybe I should have downgraded the Padres to a B-grade play, kind of just saying there were a lot of unknowns, and that game did get exactly wild like I, I thought. I still like the under because I thought it would get wild to a lesser degree than that. I uh, didn't think the ball would carry that much. And you saw some of the balls, the trade-away center, the ball didn't carry, but, man, there were no problems with home runs if you were pulling the ball here on Saturday night. Uh, so one game went our way and one game didn't. That's the way it goes. Hopefully we can get both of them here on Sunday. But before we get to that, so reminders, please hit that like button if you're on YouTube. Also, if you aren't yet, please consider subscribing or following. It's free. And if you turn on notifications, don't miss any of the college basketball, MLB, or college football content that this channel provides. And as a reminder, we've got that Patreon page. You're looking for some extra benefits. Again, three bucks per month gets you in the door, gets you the play of the day, any extra plays that we aren't able to make on show because of line movements. And then you can do various other things like early access to projected spreads. Again, I've got projections for all the games in the playoffs. We'll do the same for the World Series. That way you're ready to roll when the openers come out. Um, otherwise, we'll get to it here. All on courtesy of Bet Online. Sign up link in the show description. And current as the time of this recording on Saturday night. And as a reminder, the price you see on screen in parentheses are the money line prices needed for those sites to reach a certain level play according to sideline. Starting us off, 237 Eastern Padres at the Phillies. Double elimination games here. This one, the chance to send the Phillies to the World Series. I'm going to be back on the Padres again, but I'm going to do it on the run line, that plus one and a half. My threshold for an A-grade play here is a number that starts with a one on the run line. Low-scoring game, total of six and a half. Um, it, it, it's a situation where I think – the fact that it's going to be a low scoring game makes the plus one and a half even more likely for me to talk about that recently. And that point, if it's a one or game, I don't have to care about who wins. Obviously the Phillies have a huge edge in the starting pitcher department. Anytime Zach Wheeler's on the mound, unless he's going against one of a handful of pitchers, but kind of as we talked about in the game one handicap, you Darvish is not that far behind him. You saw that Darvish pitched really well in game one. He was just out dueled. I don't make really anything of what happened in game one with regards to the fact that the Phillies won. We see in the playoffs these situations countless times with those rematches, and sometimes it goes the same way the first one went. Sometimes it goes the opposite way, right? So, I mean, there's just really nothing to 
well, Wheeler won the first game. Well, if it was that simple, I mean, come on, people. Like, it's, it's not, right? And so uh, Wheeler's a really good pitcher, and so is Darvish. And, and as, as much as the Phillies offense looked good uh, on Saturday night, I still say the Padres offense is better. That's still how the projections work. That's still how the season metrics work. Um, you know, Padres play in a pitter, pretty pitcher-friendly ballpark. So, yeah, some of their numbers weren't as great, but they played half their games. In, in one of the you know top five pitcher friendly ballparks in the country, whereas the Phillies played in a more hitter friendly ballpark. So, so the Padres' offense is better. Still have their relievers are better, right? I think all that kind of balances out. Sideline says this should be Phillies minus one eleven. They should be slight favorites, but basically everything kind of balances out. Give the Phillies a little bit of a home edge there. They're more likely to win than not, but at the current price of plus one twenty five, uh, that would be an A grade pick on the Padres money line. You can see on screen there, A grade play requirement on the money line is plus one twenty three. So a price of plus one twenty five, fire away on the Padres in my opinion. But like I said, I'm just going to play it a little safer and take the run line here instead. I realize that game one was a two-run game, and on a one-run game, I realize that two of the four games already have been fairly drunk, but this sets up to be a low-scoring, tight contest, and it feels much more likely to be 1-1 or 2-2 late, and that doesn't mean somebody doesn't win 3-1 or 4-2. That's obviously very possible, but I like the chances that this finishes a one-run game. Somebody on the run line, Padres, minus 195, an A-grade play for me, and I'm going to go under 6.5, Sideline says six and a half is the right number. And so you ask why am I going under? Well, it's because you see on screen there, the number that I locked in was plus 105. It's a situation where if somebody walked up to you and said, I'm going to flip a coin, it's a fair coin, heads or tails, and plus a 105, I'd say I'd do it, right? So in general, when I saw six and a halves for this game, I thought, oh, sideline says six and a half. I'm not going to touch six and a half. The exception is plus odds. I'll take plus odds on either side because I think it's 50-50 that it goes above six and a half or below six and a half. So, Six and that's my number plus one Oh five. That's the under price for me. Even money on the under six and a half, maybe, but I would not lay minus one. If I just wouldn't lay minus odds personally on this, I think six and a half is too good of a number, but if you're getting even money or plus odds, I think it's worth it. Obviously if it gets to seven, I'd go under seven as well. Again, you know, two of these games have gotten crazy, but that doesn't mean that this one will weather wise. It sets up to be very similar to Saturday night. And again, the weather didn't really hurt any of those long balls. But in general, that weather is going to be more likely to affect it with regards to close home runs. Now, if guys are hitting not close home runs, it can matter. But closer home runs being kept in the ballpark. We're talking 60 degrees for most of this game. And the winds will be blowing in from right center field at almost 10 miles an hour for the totality of this contest. So uh, that will affect the hitting as well. The other thing is you've got some chance of light showers. I tend to think that's going to help the pitchers as well. If there's any drizzling rain, if it makes it more of a miserable contest, I think pitchers tend to handle that stuff better than hitters do. So I think that's another reason why I like this under. I think the under, again, as long as it's under seven or under six and a half at plus odds or even money, I think it's fine. And again, that low scoring tight game lends itself to the plus one and a half, making a lot of sense. If you want to be a little more aggressive, split your play between that and the plus odds on the money line for the Padres. I think that makes a lot of sense. I'm not buying into anything about desperation. I'm not buying anything into that. Now, there is a little bit of maybe the Padres are going to kind of throw whoever they need to throw to continue to move on, right? And that might help them out a little bit, but it's mostly rounding air at this point. It's mostly about who plays well and who doesn't. And a lot of times there's no way to really know that. That's why we look at these things from a probabilistic standpoint and say, we're not really concerned about what happens in one game or another game. We're concerned about making good plays over a large sample size, and that's what's going to make us profitable. So it's been profitable for us this whole playoffs are profitable. 
profitable for the whole month of September, whole month of August, whole month of July. It's because we've just been making solid, good plays, not really concerned about what happens in one game. I don't know what will happen in one game. We just want to continue to make smart plays. Smart money, in my opinion, here is on the Padres. Again, I'm on the run line, a great play in the under. The nightcap 707 Eastern first pitch, another elimination game chance for the Astros to head to the World Series. Weather-wise, a similar situation to Philadelphia, a little bit chillier. We're talking more upper 50s for this one. Wind also blowing in at about 10 miles an hour for the totality of this game. So another situation where it's not going to be friendly to the hitters. Yankee Stadium, a much more pitcher-friendly ballpark in general than Citizens Bank. So that makes the total, the under seem a little bit better here as well. Some chance of showers, some chance of drizzling rain, just like in Philadelphia. Again, a pretty similar weather story. I'm going under six and a half here as well. It's also even money. Sideline says 6.3. I think as long as you're getting even money, maybe on this one, I'd even go minus 105, but I think both under six and a half make a lot of sense. I feel fairly confident one of them will hit. I think there's a decent chance both do. So as long as you're getting these good odds, I think it's worth firing on these unders. I'm going to be in the Astros here, plus 115. It's an A-grade pick. Sideline says at plus 107, it's an A-grade pick. Bottom line is this game is a complete toss-up. Um, sideline says Astros minus 104. I don't know who's going to win this game. I think it's a straight coin toss. You've got the Astros with a little bit better of an offense, especially against a left-hander. You've seen the depth of the Astros' offense matter in the playoffs, and the fact the Yankees don't have any depth matter in the playoffs here. It caused them to struggle in a few games, it's the Guardians, and it's caused them to struggle all series here against the Astros. Another reason why I like the under. But the Yankees offense is so solid. It's just it's not quite as good as that Astros lineup. Again, especially against a lefty where the, Yankees, where the Astros have so many right-handed bats. And, and one of their two lefties in Jordan, I feel very confident hitting lefties. Slightly better bullpen. Pitcher-wise, both of these guys had really good ERAs this year. Both of them, I'm not sure, are quite as good as those ERAs. Pitching's kind of a wash. Games in Yankee Stadium, I think it kind of balances out with the, with the Astros' edge on offense in the bullpen. It all just says toss-up game to me. Can sign says Astros minus 104. If you said Astros minus 104, Yankees minus 104, I'd be like, sure, that seems pretty right. The fact that this is Yankees minus 125 doesn't really make a lot of sense to me other than the Yankees are always, most of the time, overpriced. And I think they're overpriced again here as well. You can go run line on this one, but the price is just a little bit too steep for me. I think I'm just going to take the money line and say these Yankee bats, Yankees bats have not hit well this whole series. And I don't really see how that changes. Uh, I, I have flashbacks to Lance McCullers Jr. finishing off the Yankees in game seven of the uh, ALCS in 2017 um, in a situation where I think he threw like 30 straight curveballs and the Yankees just couldn't hit it. I know that these are some of these new hitters, but it's it's kind of just the same setup of what we've seen this series. That these Astros pitchers have pretty well handled the Yankees' bats. Uh, you know, you take away Fromber's uh, mistake uh, early on in game two, and they didn't score any in that one. It's back to back shutouts. I think McCullers is a good enough pitcher, and the Astros relievers are all going to be pretty much ready to go. I think they got a good shot to win this game. Yankees might win it too. I just don't think playing the Yankees at minus 125 is an investment you can stomach. Plus 115, I think, is a great advantage. Again, it's the same thing I talked about with the under in the afternoon game. It's a coin toss game. Give me plus 115. We're making smart plays. Even though we're in the playoffs, we're still trying to make smart plays because we never know – 
how all the games individually are going to work out, but we just know if we keep making smart plays day in and day out, that's what's going to be smart for the bankroll. So that's what I'm still going to be preaching to you. Asher's the smart play here. Like I said, you can look run line. I feel like it's safer to play run line with the Padres in that first game just because of how good Zach Wheeler is. Like if the Phillies won that game one to nothing, I think we'd all be like, yeah, I mean, Darvish is pretty solid. Wheeler's really dang good, right? So we've got a little protection there. But on this one, um, I just think I'd rather go money line here because I don't really know who's going to win. I think the Astros have a better chance of winning this game. So I'm on the Astros plus 115, A grade money line, and on the under six and a half, just like I am in the afternoon contest in the National League. That's all I've got for you today. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Picks with the Professor. Don't forget to subscribe so you can enjoy all the sports betting content. Right on this channel, drop right into your feed. See you again tomorrow with more sports betting content. And until then, as always, best of luck. And remember, you can eat your betting money, but please don't bet your any money. <laughs>